Welcome back to Coffee with a Shot of Cynicism. I'm Oprah, she's Gail. Or, Again with if this? this is The View, I'm Rosie, she's Barbara. And that should tell you everything you need to know about us. I never agreed to be Barbara. I agreed to be Ye- Ye- Yale. <laughs> Gail, but I didn't agree to be Barbara. Well, I'm, I'm speaking for the both of us. She's I'm Rosie, she's Barbara, and that, that tells you everything you need to know. But I want it to be Joel. Too late. Today, we are talking about episode 9 of season 1, which is called Rory's Dance, which Ooh. is a... A very um, important episode in the whole show, I would say. No? Why? Because it's just... If you're going to reference Dean right now... No, a lot, of things, a lot of things just... A lot of things happen. Okay, yeah. Just in general, don't All you think? Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you have written down for this episode? I have so much written down for this episode. Okay, I actually don't have a lot because I think it's all like stored in my brain. So I'm assuming. Oh. I'm assuming. Unless I have a lot to say because if not, that's really boring. I, I purposely didn't write a lot for this episode because I feel like as soon as you start talking, it's all going to come out like word vomit. Probably. That's usually what happens yeah. when we film these episodes. But the first the first thing I wrote down was um, I love that Lorelai is so skilled at dressmaking. Yeah. She makes a dress in this episode. Yeah, she makes Rory's shall, dress. Shall we give them a, syn- a synopsis of this episode? Yeah, so um, it starts off a Friday night dinner. Mm-hmm. And um, Emily is asking Rory about the formal. So, by the way, I didn't know the difference between a formal and a dance because they're used interchangeably in this episode. What's the di- what is Do the you know diff- what the difference is? No. I had to look it up. Okay. Okay. So, when I typed difference between formal and dance in the Google... <laughs> um, <laughs> What came up was winter formal or winter ball. And I was like, that's how you know this is some rich shit. I was going to say, what kind of bourgeois boarding school? <laughs> Bougie shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the definition that they gave me was the winter formal or winter ball takes place between homecoming and prom. <laughs> and I was like, is this an American thing? American thing. Yeah, because like, we, did you ever have a, a formal? Or a dance? We, okay, so when I was in, like, we'll call it my, quote, senior year. Because mm-hmm. uh, we don't want to open that account. Yeah, yeah, it's different for us where, where we live. We'll, we'll, just keep, we'll just keep it at, at senior, senior year. Senior year, we'll keep it. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I was in that year, we, ha- we were supposed to have, like, what was it called? Snowball. So it was, like, win- oh. it was like the winter ball, and we called it the snowball. The winter formal. And it was, like, apparently a very cherished tradition at, at my school. And, um, okay. So when it got to, when it got to my, my year, um, nobody was interested, and they canceled it. Oh. So, and everyone, everyone in, like, Introverts this, unite. Yeah. <laughs> everyone in the student council was very upset, and they kind of, they tried to, like, guilt us into no. doing it. And I'm the master of guilt. And, yeah, and, and some, some girls I knew were very upset. So like, I already bought my dress, la. I'm like, that's on you. Yeah, like, why would you buy a dress before the event is announced? Also, who wants to buy a dress for something called a snowball? I'd rather throw a snowball at you and go home. <laughs> you sound very bitter. <laughs> very bitter. Always okay, very anyways, bitter. So the difference apparently is because homecoming is like you you usher in the new school year. Is that but like that it's homecoming is definitely an American thing. Homecoming is definitely an American thing. Homecoming is associated with the football team. Well, we don't right? know that. Maybe somewhere out west they have homecoming. Okay, because but when you say homecoming, I think of like Friday Night Lights, really best show by the way. Really like American show, American I mean. homegrown. Well, yeah. When I when I think of homecoming, I think of like yeah, like you go to the football game on Friday night, and then afterwards there's like a there's a pep rally before. And then, like, there's football, and there's, like, an after-party where some kid overdoses. Yeah. Now I'm thinking of, like, Friday Night Lights yeah. meets Grease meets... Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Sky High. Anyway. <laughs> so, 
So winter ball, winter formal, whatever it takes place. Like I think like right before the winter semester, like right before winter break. Okay. Yeah, it's um, like thanks American Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving. Because right? another thing about Canadians is that we have Thanksgiving in October. Yeah. On and, a Monday. And no one cares. I care. <laughs> No one cares. If you compare Canadian Thanksgiving to American Thanksgiving, oh, yeah, it's cares. like nobody cares. <laughs> no one gives a shit. But um, yeah, and then prom is at the end. You had prom, yeah. though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think the only thing we keep here is prom. I didn't enjoy prom, but I didn't enjoy prom. <laughs> Woo! I did not enjoy prom, and we have one prom, not two, like you guys. Yeah, I look very uncomfortable in my prom pictures I was so uncomfortable. because I was. <laughs> I was. I was very uncomfortable as well. And um, so this is a winter for not it's a winter it's a, t- it's a f- they call it a formal Emily calls it a formal the episode title is Rory's dance but they, it, but there is a, you said there is a difference between dance and formal yeah because a formal as the title suggests is much more formal in right. formal wear so this is like a sit down thing as well okay so I think so remember they're like having dinner and stuff and whatever it's open ended yeah somehow I don't think Star's Hollow is gonna have a formal. No, and this they was, were gonna have a dance, yeah, Stars Hollow High, but they yeah, were gonna, gonna have. A formal. I was gonna say like Chilton would have a formal. It's a Chilton thing. Uh, Stars Hollow High would have had a dance. Exactly. Maybe like maybe like the title of the episode of Rory's dance is like combining Rory Stars Hollow going to the Chilton dance. Or maybe they thought that everyone would be fucking confused about formal. Yeah, because no one knows the difference. Nobody gives a shit. Rory's <laughs> going to a dance, okay? Yeah. So back to the synopsis. Uh, Emily asks Rory about the dance. Rory's like, "Oh, I don't want to go." And then Lorelai, on the car ride back to Stars Hollow, is like, uh, "Why don't you want to go to the dance?" And she's like, "Well, because it's terrible." And she's like, "Well, you don't know it's terrible. You've never been to a dance. Have you ever been to a dance other than your prom, by the way?" Okay, so again, the thing like. Okay, without the snow, what is it? <laughs> snowball. Snowball. That, which didn't happen because they canceled yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> um, So when I started high school, which is where we live. High school starts in grade seven, so I remember in grade seven there was my high school still had school dances, oh. and I think they phased them out when I was in grade eight or grade nine, like, okay. because there's not they weren't they weren't popular anymore. They weren't popular. And okay. It was too much work. I went to a, like a very strict high school. <clears throat> okay. Where we'd have like one big field trip a year for like each grade had their own field trip, and mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Study. <laughs> So, um, I think my high school is sorely lacking in the, like, the social department yeah, and everything. Yeah, probably. But, um, Same thing with Chilton a bit, no? Like, we, Yeah, we, but at least they're having a formal. Yeah, we get a window into their social life, but I feel like oh, the, yeah, the school terrible. itself probably just, maybe not, but the school, maybe the school itself but is But if more, you remember in later seasons, Headmaster Charleston calls Rory into his office I was to just, say, like, she's not, she's not being social enough. I just thought of that. So, so like, maybe they're, maybe they are pushing the social aspect much more than my high school is. Yeah. My high school did not push the social aspect. And I remember the one time there was, um, Cabana Suk, so, like, Sugar Shack. Yeah. In secondary three, so grade nine. <laughs> this is funny. I remember uh, I didn't go because whatever, I didn't want to go. Um, but I think we were so like starved for social interactions at that <laughs> point, like that it got way blown out of proportion. And like, I think there was talk of like canceling it because there was like very sexual dancing on the dance floor. Anyways, it was a whole thing. Mind you, I think that was part of the reason why they got rid of dances at my high school. Oh, all right. <laughs> so maybe they were onto something. But anyways, um, I think if you just deprive children for that, like teenagers for yeah. that long, it's gonna come out but one I, way or another. True. 
I do, but I do appreciate in that scene in the car where like Lorelai is not pushing Rory to, to go, but she's I also, love it. She's also, but she's also saying like you might, but you don't know if she might be missing out. She's like not yeah. going either way, and I feel like. And she says, she says, if you really don't want to go because you really don't want to go, that's fine. I'm not going to mention it again. But if you don't want to go because like you're scared of like leaving your bubble and asking Dean because this is the whole thing too. Rory doesn't know where she stands with Dean at this point. And she's like, if you really don't want to go because of that, well, maybe you should try it. But that was a good parenting moment. For yeah, Lorelai. I feel like at this point in this in the first season, like Lorelai reminds me a lot of my mom, just in terms of like she not. Mm, it's ironic because as I said before, my mom hates Gilmore Girls and hates Lauren Graham, so it's difficult. Similarities though. <laughs> it's difficult to associate her. With, maybe she hates. Maybe she hates Lorelai because she sees too much of herself in her. Story for another day. Thank but, God she's not here right now. Um, <laughs> I think, like, in terms of Lorelai not, not, like, not pushing, not forcing the issue, but also, like, leaving the door open for Rory to decide, like, I feel like that's something my mom yeah. would do in terms of, like, it's fine, if, like, if this is the reason you don't want to go, that's fine. Mm -hmm. If it's not, not maybe you should consider this. Like, I feel like that's something yeah. my mom would say. Yeah. Um, not my mom. No, because... My mom would push me. True. Like, You're, I did not want to go to prom. No, you, but your mom and, gran and grandmother are crazy, so... <sighs> We've talked about... Thank God my mom's not a listener. <laughs> like, who's this Jeffrey bitch calling me crazy? <laughs> I mean, we spoke about that at length on the, on the previous... We spoke about my grandmother, yeah, but my mom my mom is not like that. My mom will... will um, she pushes me very hard sometimes yeah. to do things that I don't want to do. I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, my mom is is, is a bit like Lola, but is also kind of like that. Like, if, yeah. if, it was, if she believed I, w I should go, I was going. Yeah, like, I didn't want to go to prom, but, like... She told me I would regret it if I didn't go. Spoiler alert. And I think... No. Yeah. Uh, um, I just didn't want to go. I was having a hard time in high school, and I was just like... I think... I don't want to see these people dance. I didn't want to go either, but it wasn't like... I, I didn't really give myself the choice, because yeah. I think... Like, at that... I think at that point... Like, um, in my teenage years, I was, like, plagued by, uh, what they call FOMO, which was fear of missing out. So, like... Yeah. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to do. The younger you are, the more susceptible. To yeah, you are and to like that. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to do these things. But like in my like I knew that somewhere in my brain, but in my head, I, but like in like coming out of my mouth was like, oh, I'll go. I'll do that because mm -hmm. it was like, well, don't I have to? Like I'm gonna miss out, and yeah. then the world will end, I guess. Like, yeah, but I've never. I don't know about you, but I've never gone somewhere and been like, oh, yes. Okay, well, I'm so glad I came. Prom it was a school, a school thing. I should you say know. I should. And like. Uh, I don't know about anybody else or how any other, you know, countries or cultures define prom, but for me, it was just a big useless excuse to get to get dressed up and take pictures. Like, there was yeah. no other purpose for it to me. Um, my prom was at, um, like, a, well, because we were, like, 400 kids in our graduating class, mm -hmm. so it was, like, in this huge, like, ballroom thing, and they made us practice waltzing before. Okay, so... But uh, if you didn't want to waltz, they didn't force you to waltz, but they made you practice for, like... So they cut you off from social interaction, but forced you to waltz. Basically. That sounds like so a very nice... So in their minds, we're going to cut people off from the opposite sex for five years, and then, boom, you got to waltz. Honestly, that reminds me of, like, um, I don't like what are they cat like catholic private schools where it's like you have to leave room for the holy spirit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um i did not waltz needless to say and um yeah could have done without prom i was yeah. gone by the way by prom gone by 10 my brother yeah. picked me up uh, my brother was like text me when you want to come home i was like <laughs> now please yeah, i was like yeah you gotta come now <laughs> uh, and then we went to like a fast food restaurant with his friends because they were in the car they happened to be in the car when i called and uh in bed by 11 30 <laughs> I like that. Like, the, it, there was a lot of... One last thing we'll say about prom. Like, it was... 
there was a lot of pressure around like what are you gonna do to make the evening count like make the moment worth yeah. it blah blah it's like uh, didn't I not did I not spend the last five years yeah, in high school five doing years that with you people like can I just go home and sleep like I remember right I remember writing an, an assignment for English class in like my in, in my last year of high school oh, saying God. like I didn't understand like I didn't didn't not didn't understand the pressure to make that night count it's like uh, I don't really what does that mean what does that mean and also have I no, not but really what does that mean I don't know like have the like the most fun you could possibly have. It's heterosexual nonsense, Eleni. All right. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, the last thing I will say about prom <laughs> is that at my prom, I did not go to the after prom. The Neither after did party. I. A guy in my grade. They went camping. <laughs> Ours too. I was oh like, that's God. not like, happening. Seriously, you're gonna take a bunch of girls in their dresses and heels and shove them in a limo and then bring them to a campsite. Thank you. A bunch of people got drugged also. Oh. They still they, 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 they slipped some roofies in their drinks. That's good. That makes you feel safe. Yeah, for sure. On a yeah. campground where you don't know one like a really yeah, so a really popular guy in my graduating class, oh he God. like popular and rich, I might add. Oh sure. Chilton sure. Bridge. Yeah. His mom his mom was a teacher at the school. Okay. They were the, he was like in a bubble of protection. Mm. It was yeah, it was a fun time. One of those. Um he so he like literally paid for this whole camping after prom thing and Everybody was going, and I was like, but like, so that was the thing. Like, I had no problem. I had no pro. I had like no problem going to prom because I because of the fear of missing out. But I was like, I have no fear of missing out on this camping no. thing because like, Fuck a, this. I will never ever go camping in my life, no. and b, um, I have no desire to watch all of these people I once called friends get drunk and grope each other. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's the you thing. I'm gonna stay home. We didn't miss out. So one, so me and one of my other friends, like her mom, her mom picked us up, and then we came back to my house and we watched a movie, and that was that. That sounds way better. Then a dirty campsite. It was, yeah. Whatever. I don't regret it is my... In conclusion, no regrets. Nope. <laughs> no regrets. But the scene in the car with Lorelai and Rory, that also does remind me of that one dance that I did... I was forced to attend in grade seven. Probably a bit of, again, fear missing out, but also, like, I didn't know, like, I'd... I thought like, oh, is this? Like, does everybody go to these things? Like, do I like? Do I? Am I forced to make an appearance? Like, I was yeah. what thirteen? Like, yeah, I, I don't sure. know anything. So I remember I went. Yeah, you're like, well, if everyone's going, I guess I'll go. Yeah. And then you realize, that, no, not everyone's going, and you can make your own decisions. Yeah, that. Plus, I remember in like when I was in grade seven, like thirteen, like I, I was like I didn't really know who my friends were. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like we're friends, but like you don't like to be seen with me. So like. Oh, one of those. Yeah. So, like, I remember I was... Like, so you're I, not friends. I remember I stood in the corner for, like, 40 minutes, and I called my mom. Like, yes, that I was... <laughs> the best part of a party is calling... Either now that I have a car is getting in my car, <laughs> or when you're younger, calling your designated pickup driver and being like, I need... Yeah, now. <laughs> Come, please. <laughs> the w- one good thing about being an, a, being a grown-up and, and an introvert is the freedom to leave when you Whenever want. Whenever the fuck you want. I love it. <laughs> And that used to be worse for me because I didn't have a car. And now I have a car. Ciao, everyone. <laughs> not even saying goodbye. <laughs> no, I'm saying goodbye. I'm not rude. <laughs> Anyways, let's go back uh, to the episode. What else do you have written down? Okay, so Lane is encouraging Rory to ask Dean mm-hmm. and to have like a conversation with Dean about like, where do we stand? Where are we? Are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Whatever. All I kept thinking during that scene where Rory goes into Dosi's to ask him is, fix your fucking hair. <laughs> oh my God, Dean. 
Was this the no? This was okay. This was season no, one. So I'm gonna hair- do it for Jeff. It's just like <laughs> fucking like. Yeah. What is this? It, what is this hair? We're gonna post a picture on Instagram because the whole time I'm so distracted. I don't know what Rory's <laughs> telling him. He's fucking shelving beans, and his hair is in his eyes. Why did people put their hair in their eyes? Uh, it was the WB in 2000. Oh, yeah. it was terrible. White teenagers groping each other on the oh, W on the WB on. in 2000. It was terrible. It was fucking terrible. Do you remember the guy? Um, do you remember the guy, the kid with the blonde hair from Seventh Heaven? Like his hair. Yeah, was, that was also terrible. So like, whenever I look at Dean in season one, I'm like, this this is just like Seventh Heaven, Seventh Heaven name, era. I don't remember. Uh, I don't. Why do remember. I have David in my head? We're gonna Google it. We're gonna Google it after it's not important to this episode. But all <laughs> I kept thinking was, my God, Dean, a girl is talking to you. Fuck. Male privilege. Yeah, white male privilege. <laughs> But even then, like, I, I, you're, uh, Alani just disagrees with me, but, like, he was he was cute in season one. Like, just let him be. No, can we, can we, because you just said that. Okay. So, he was, uh... Okay, hold on. We're going to fast forward a little bit to the actual dance. Okay. Because he ends up going with Rory, spoiler alert. Uh, wow. Whatever. He ends up going with Rory, and Tristan gets in his face. Remember? They're yes. like... Oh, I know your girlfriend. Uh, Tristan's like, oh, has she talked about me? And Dean's like, no, she says you're a jackass. Right. You know when they get into that, um, to borrow a word from Judge Judy, that kerfuffle? <laughs> yes. Where they're like pushing each other back and forth. Yeah. And he's like, you don't want to fight me, Tristan. And he's like, like why not? Because cool. I'll kill you, you idiot. Oh, my God. Cringe fest. It was. It was just like, ooh, Mr. Tough Guy. Like No, so cringy. And I can understand. Tough guy, like... No, I can understand that when you're like a tween watching this i don't know how i felt back then about it but i can understand maybe if you're like 12 or 13 you're like oh my god two guys are fighting over her it's beautiful no no okay i'm sorry anybody who thinks that would just be someone who would have abandoned gilmore girls to watch one tree hill well listen i saw an instagram post very recently (laughs) that said that that whole fight was so hot ew said by a 14 year old no girl. i don't think so i mean 14, judging by the profile picture no 14 year old girls in 2019 are probably not as into it let's be so. honest but i just kept thinking no that's not hot no especially especially it was no. so cringy for me guys sorry especially since like uh it was like again you will not go near her again that like, oh, dean shut and it was like up. the first i feel like in a lot of let's say first seasons of shows starring like young actors or just like kids or like fa- yeah. like family shows in the beginning when the kids are young I find like first seasons tend to have a lot of bad acting and because it's like they're I think the actors it wasn't even the bad acting it was bad that, acting yeah but that, what I'm saying is yeah it was bad acting but that's not even what like made it cringy for me no it was the whole scenario of like yeah let's get into a fight over a girl with a dance like this out-of-towner, the rich guy calling yeah, him, like, go back to the barn kind of thing. What typical, like... It's cliche. It's cliche. It's, yeah, it's one of those times where I'm like, Amy Sherman Palladino, like, bought into that cliche. You I know think, what I mean? I think it's cliche by our by our 2019 standards. I Maybe. Don't think it's, I don't, Maybe it's because I'm watching it now. Yeah, yeah right. I don't think it was cliche. I, like, I don't think it was necessarily as cliche now as it was then. Like, it, obviously it was yeah. a cliche, but, like, again... People, yeah, because we've seen it so many times since then, yeah. right? That we're like, now it's a cliche of <laughs> watching it. And it's like, the WB was very youth-oriented teen program. And so, like, in that, like... Well, 27-year-old Eleni does not appreciate no. it. <laughs> Whatever. I just... Okay, we fast-forwarded a little bit. But it's just because I wanted to say that. Rewind. Also, his hair, still not great. 
you're going to fucking dance, fix your damn hair. <laughs> I mean, does he, does he fixes his hair before the dance now? It looks the same to me. Same haircut. Okay. Yeah, obviously same haircut. Okay, but let like, me ask you it's this. It's still in his fucking face. Let me ask you How this. How do you drive like that? <laughs> Do you even drive? Maybe he did. He, he did? did drive. Yeah, he drove he them there. The car. We're going to rewind. We're going all over the map with this. Sorry. We're <laughs> the worst. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Would you prefer Dean's season one haircut compared to, I don't know. Season four. Dean's season four haircut? Equally terrible. Like Dean's season four was. Dean's season four haircut. It's, you know what I always compare it to? I don't know. It's the curse of number four. A mop? No, hold on. Yes. Also. <laughs> but curse of number four is because in, if you watch Harry Potter as well, fourth movie right their hair oh my god it holy shit it's true every male actor's hair okay okay so wait season f- we're jumping way ahead season four would have been 2003 2004 yeah right like so, the season finale was in 2004 and that's when his hair got really really bad right so still terrible and the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire number four, that movie came out in what year? 2005, I think? 2005 or six, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, so like, let's say between the years of 2004 and 2006, like... Terrible years for hair. That lo- that, that, that haircut was in for young guys. Like I don't was, know why. Like, what was why? It? That was like, what, the Zac Efron effect? Cause, like that, about bad hair. You know? But remember in like that period of the two thousands, yeah. like that long hair, that long haircut. It was, was the in. Rachel for men. Exactly, and it didn't lie, but it was not. It was thankfully it was not as influential as the as the Rachel. Yeah. So also a terrible haircut, okay. by the way. We're gonna we're gonna rewind. Yeah, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back. Insert um, insert sound effect of us rewinding here. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> I edit, and I'm not doing that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um. Okay. So. Emily wants to come over right. to take pictures. Because, of course, I think uh, Lorelai was also kind of not not pushing Rory because that's who she is, but also not pushing her because she knew in in whichever, whichever way Rory chose, like, Emily was going to butt in and be like, oh, what's wrong with you? Well, yeah, you have Emily, to make social contact. You're not, you, you can't be, you can't be antisocial. Well, Emily calls her and says, it's killing me that she's not going to the dance. Like, oh, shut up, Emily. But like, typical grandmother. Like, that's not even, that's not even like Emily Gilmore. That's like typical grandmother. Yeah, I think. No? probably. Like, would your grandmother call you and say that? That it's killing her that I'm not doing something or going somewhere? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, so I can see that. But it's just like... The, the, the thing I'll say about that, and I, I sometimes want to tell my grandmothers that too, like, I'm not your kid. No. But we should also mention that, like, in terms... And maybe, like, depending on your ethnic background, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, um, grandmothers, so, like, let's say our grandmothers, so that generation when he says our grandmothers do you mean like white grandmothers no just oh, like okay. gra- just like grandmothers because you said ethnic yeah, backgrounds we'll so I was like we'll say grandmothers in general like okay. you know I had to clarify so women who came of age in you know the 50s or 60s let's say like that mindset of that generation was a kind of was diff was just a bit more patriarchal shall we say yeah for sure and this, this, this is how I'll tie in the ethnic backgrounds. Um, certain ethnic... I'm, I'm intrigued. Ba- certain, certain ethnic backgrounds were, um, let's say, trained and or raised to uh, worship the ground that men walk on. Mm-hmm. And I think just in general, like, the whole patriarchal thing was, like, worship the ground men walk on. You know what's hilarious, though, is that one of my grandmothers, we spoke about her last time, who's been divorced for, like, half a century, mm-hmm. close to, whatever... Even though she's always like, I don't need no man because she divorced her husband and like whatever. And I'm always like, oh my God, girl power, you know, like <laughs> she still like buys into that shit, you know? Cause it's like, it's, it's so, we, and we've talked about this off, off 
off the record too. So many times. <laughs> um, it's just it's so ingrained in them like they don't even I know, realize they're doing it but i was just like you would think that somebody who went through what she went through like with getting a divorce super early in quebec like that was a big thing back then you know because they were very family oriented as well yeah like wouldn't that be the kick in the ass that you need Probably. to be like fuck men yeah fuck the patriarchy i mean <laughs> not all men hashtag whatever <laughs> but i mean like wouldn't that be the kick that you I need i think so and my mom too like her dad was never there i was like wouldn't that be the kick that you need and she was a single mom and like she did so well like where did things it's go like, wrong in your heads yeah i think it's more like it's a bit of like a concern it's like there are women who, 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 who kind of have that like lightning bolt moment where it's like Oh my god! Yeah. I can't. Be- I can't believe and I'm I like say, this. Yeah, I will say it comes out in my mom sometimes, or she's like, "What am I? Well, like, what am I doing?" Where she questions her 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 choices a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that very tight knot with each generation unravels a little bit because I'm like, I'm taking no shit kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But there's still times, like we were talking about this last week when we went out for breakfast. There are still times where we were talking about, you know, like when we serve like water or food or whatever that i always put something in front of my brother first um because he's the only man in the house yeah and i have to be like why the fuck did i do that and i know it seems like trivial something so small but but like it's ingrained in you it is yeah yeah how do we get on this topic all of that to say (laughs) (laughs) this Um, episode is a shit show (laughs) yes all of that to say um i would i I could see like uh, a grandmother being more, I could see I could see like a grandmother not just Emily Gilmore but a grandmother in general being more preoccupied with her granddaughter not going to a dance more than like her grandson not going to a dance because like yeah I'll, I was gonna say like uh, my grandmother again worshipped the ground I walked on for d- just different reasons but I think it was also a bit of like a fa- like favoring the men kind mm-hmm. of thing um, but she, like she would like my if we compare like my grandmother would be like supported but would have supported whatever i wanted to do okay. whereas i feel like if i was a girl maybe be like oh well you're gonna miss out on this yeah, or like push you a little bit more you know so i feel like i feel like roy's getting the we're getting the end of uh emily's conservatism yeah a little bit but uh, another thing that like i think uh we can talk about with this is that the fact that emily wants rory to go to the dance mm-hmm. is also coming back to what we've already said in a couple of episodes it's like what are people gonna say yeah you know like she's part of this school she's my granddaughter emily already says that she knows everyone in like high society yeah what are people gonna say if my granddaughter a, doesn't go to this dance it's a conservative thing yes, exactly. that when you're like conservative people care about what other people think but at the same yeah. time repress everything yeah exactly well we won't go back into that no but... no, no because that is a whole <laughs> yeah but yeah, I think that really played a part in it too. Because I mean, it's like everyone knows me. What's gonna What's gonna happen if yeah. she doesn't go? Just to represent the family. Like I think Emily's mind goes there, you know. So Emily ends up coming over to yeah. take pictures. I think, but so like before that, um, like did, did when they were having Friday night dinner? Did like did Laurel? I don't remember exactly. Did Lorelai say like, "Oh, I can make you a dress"? And then no, no, okay, no, because that like, was in the car. Okay, so like. But but what you're thinking of, I think, is the phone call. Right. The where phone Emily's call. like, let me, I can buy her a dress. Buy a dress. And, and then she's like, I'll says, make her, you're going to make her a dress? Yeah. And that also for me was like very telling because Emily has no idea that her daughter has this talent. You no. Because the dress is beautiful. Because the first thing I wrote in my notes was, I love that Lorelai is so skilled at dressmaking that Emily thinks she ended up buying her yeah, a dress. Yeah, exactly. Because Emily's like, oh, thank God you ended up buying her a dress. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm so glad you decided to buy her a dress. When in fact, Roy was wearing the dress yeah. that, that Lorelai made. Exactly. And that comes back to at the end, like, so Emily ends up staying with Lorelai that night because, mm-hmm. um, as Lorelai puts it, she has a minor back spasm. <laughs> 
Anyways. Because the, the mannequin fell on yeah, her. Yeah, that was right? a weird injury. It was fucking weird. Like, the mannequin fell on her, and, like, apparently her lower back hurts. Whatever. <laughs> um, so, it was really sweet when Lorla was like, hey, you know what, Mom? And Emily's like, what? She's like, I made the dress. And I think she was so proud to tell her mom that she made the dress. Yeah. Because she's like, here's something that my mom doesn't know about me. And they were having a really good time up until then, right? They were watching a movie. They ate that banana thing, <laughs> which I have to come back to because I have a story about that. Oh, wow. um, you know, they were talking about, um, you know, all kinds of things. They were laughing together. And I was like, oh, my God, it's a turning point. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, but not really. But, um, but like, that's, that's emblematic of... Their the, their entire relationship. Oh for, my god! For the yeah. whole show, it's, it's like so many ups and downs. It's like ups and downs, but like it's, oh my god, everything is so perfect, and then pfft, yeah, like, basically every single time. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I think that the, because they're both, you know what I realized in this episode, they're both so dramatic. Yeah, and they're like they're 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 mother they both no, but they both go to the extremes, you know. Whereas Rory is a little bit more like even, logical, even tempered. Exactly, they both go to the extremes, and they like we've said before, they know how to push each other's buttons. Mm-hmm. But I think it was obvious in this uh, episode that they're just so they're drama llamas. <laughs> I think because they both have they're both uh, to uh, I guess to borrow a patriarchal term they're oh, both wow. very strong willed women. Oh yeah. That's so not, like that's not terrible. I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. With that. <laughs> <laughs> like so I mean I feel, I feel like that's how Richard would describe them. Like they're both strong willed women. Yeah, who, but when Richard says it, is it a compliment? No. I think in the beginning seasons it's not a compliment, but at the end he's like, "Yeah, my granddaughter and my daughter and my wife they all kick ass." Because in the first, with, with, like, we're, we're also talking from a, from a perspective of, of having seen the whole show several times <laughs> yeah, over, sorry. right? So it's like in the first season, at like by this point, like they're also they're also trying to find a groove exactly with each other. And Rich is not in this episode, by the way. No um, special appearance by. Well, you know, he's in Prague. Okay. <laughs> Excuse us. Um, so can we go back to the banana toast thing? Okay. So, um... I think it's precious. It's, it's so, it's cute that, like, hold, she... Hold, Emily thinks she makes, she made that, but... So, number one in my head, I always picture Emily cooking disaster. Should we give them, a, should we give people a, a recap of what this is, what the thing she makes? Yeah, 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 of course. So, um, Lorelai, well, Emily makes Lorelai something that she says that she used to make her when she was young and she was sick. Mm-hmm. And she used to love it. So in my head, I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? <laughs> she basically mashes a banana and puts it on toast. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Did you put honey on it? It looks like it has honey on it. No? You got that good of a look? I mean, to me, it looked like there was honey on it, but... Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold your horses, everyone. I tried it. You did? Yeah. Was it gross? I was like, I was rewatching the episode, and I was like, I wonder, like, because, you know, they, they make it so dramatic. They're like, oh, my God, it's terrible. What is that? No, no, no. I'm like, can't be that bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Like is but like I'm. Was it ever really like did they ever really explain what exactly it was? What do you mean? It's mashed banana on toast. But like, did they say that? Or we yeah, we're interpreting from what they. No, okay. it's mashed banana on toast. Well, that's disgusting. So. But you know what I'm thinking? With I'm pe- like, with I peanut banana- butter. No, I don't think so. No, like I'm saying. Oh, if, if it, you put peanut butter. Yeah. I don't know. But you know what I was thinking in my head? I was like, I have crepes sometimes, or mm-hmm. waffles, or like bananas, and like whatever. But, like, you don't crush them or mush them, do you? I think it's the texture that got me and would get a lot of people. Because, like, mushy banana is disgusting, so... Honestly, I'm not <laughs> feeling too hot about any banana after I ate that. 
<laughs> well, um, don't that, tell my mother that I used her banana for this experiment. That's kind of on. I mean, I mean, that's kind of on you for des- for deciding to try that. But. I mean, I was like, yo, I have toast. I have a banana. <laughs> I'm home alone. And we can confirm. But never really home alone because grandma's always. There. <laughs> we can confirm. Uh, it's don't just, try it's, it. That's what we can confirm. Okay, it's disgusting. It's really bad. Yeah. Stick with the regular peanut butter. Or I mean, butter. like, pe- like, like a peanut butter sandwich with bananas is good, but like not mashed. I'm not feeling too hot about that either right okay. now. Understandable. I'll give you that. I need to take a break for a little bit. <laughs> but like, it was precious because like. I literally told my mom, "Don't buy bananas for a while." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Why?" I was like, "You don't want to." <laughs> it was precious in terms of like. Oh, yeah, it was a really sweet moment. Like, Lorelai didn't want to, like, refuse it. She's like, oh, wow, my mom actually Yeah, thinks- she was like, you know what, Mom? I will try that. And, like... And she did take a really <laughs> big bite. She's like, oh, wow. It's more disgusting than I thought it would be. Yeah, basically. And then Emily tries it, and all hell breaks loose. She's like, oh, my God, it's horrible. And she goes to go spit it out. But it ended up being a really sweet moment because they were laughing together again, and it was You great. can, like, just do, the, just do, like, the the like the, the conservative, old-fashioned mother who, like, needs to be needed in that, like... Oh, it's fine. I'll just have my burrito cold. Oh, yeah. fine. I'll just go get it then. She's like, but warm, but warm is is better. Great, I'll go heat it up. But yeah, like, like, you know. Oh my god, yeah. And, but it's also like mother knows best kind of thing. Yeah. You know. So, anyways, um, anything you want to talk about before I uh, um, I talk something? Okay, the next thing I have in my notes is obviously about how Rory brings a book to the dance. Like that's our yeah. first glimpse into Rory bringing a book everywhere supposedly for the whole show but I don't I think that kind of fades out after a while like when she was younger she brought a book everywhere yeah I think it's still kind of implied yeah but she mentions it more in the first season that's for sure yeah and so like I just like that that whole scene of well again we're gonna we keep jumping back and forth we are the worst <laughs> podcast hosts <laughs> but that whole scene when they get to Miss Patty's dot 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 Miss Patty's what happens there later we'll yeah. get to that um, do you know what I also read on Instagram what Somebody wants to petition the show to call Miss Patty Chatty Patty. Okay, no. I was like, too much. You, you, too far. That's a no. That's okay. Like the show. The show sh- Miss Patty. The sh- We've known her as Miss Patty for seven years. The original, yeah, and the original. Okay, the original. And a revival. The original <laughs> series went off the air um, twelve years ago. Chatty Patty. So uh, let's just put. Let's just leave that yeah. in the past. Um, but that whole scene where like they get they get to Miss Patty and she like Dean's like mystified. That Rory brought a book. She's like, Rory, you're not special, okay? I bring a book everywhere too. Oh, but okay, again, like watching this, like I don't know, whenever, like again, if you watch, like when I first watched the show for the first time in 2016, so mm-hmm. like watching the show for the first time in 2016, like is not the same as watching this in 2000. Like in 2000, no, yeah. like there was no other, there was not a lot of other characters like Rory. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. So like that aspect of it, I get. By 2016, it's like, yeah, you're not special. Fuck you, you yeah. know. But like. Because I, because I, did I graduate in 2016? I graduated university in 2015, and uh, I brought a book to my (laughs) graduation. That's fine. To be fair, it was two and a half hours long, and you know, like, they usually honor somebody, like, with an honorary PhD. Um, As it was, like, a, my brother's year, it was someone, I went, my brother graduated a year before me, and, um... The, the speaker that they brought was super interesting and we're all like oh my god like I was, so I was expecting I had high hopes for my own graduation yeah no it was a couple <laughs> who like wrote a poem about a bumblebee flying from a flower <laughs> to flower 
And I was like, <laughs> so I remember pulling out the book and number two, my mom texted me because she was sitting way in the back. I swear to God, the text and she said, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and this poem, my God, it went on for like, what felt like hours. About, no, a, a, about a bumblebee. It was about a bumblebee, but I think it was supposed to be like a metaphor, a metaphor for like, I don't know, a recent grad? I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. I don't get poetry. <laughs> like, Some like, poetry. Like Dr. Seuss, oh, all the places you'll go. <laughs> Honestly, if they had read that, it would have been better. But this was something. So but I brought, long story short, I brought a book to my graduation and opened it during that part. That's fine. One of my friends um, had her headphones in the entire the, I love it. the entire ceremony. And there's actually... I needed that, by the way, because a bagpipe player was playing for an hour and a half. <laughs> there's documented footage of her sitting oh, no. looking like she hates everybody with her headphones in and we we still la- we still laugh about that's it that's the best though yeah and also my high school graduation was three and a half hours long and it was at Place des Arts oh, God. so it's a whole like big production because again we were 400 people in our graduating yeah. class oh how I wish I had a book ours was literally okay so like my high school was right across the street from like our town's like hockey arena okay. so like our, our so it happened there yeah so like it was in our it was in like the the town's arena arena like the the aquatic center kind of place okay and um I would prefer that to Place des Arts yes but it was like it, cause like I'm sh- like our aquatic center and our hot and like our arena are like in the same building mm-hmm. so like it was in like where the, like they they had like a, you know like in a what am I trying to say? Words. Words. Um, they had, like, covered the ice, you know, so, like, we're, okay, like all yeah, of us yeah. were sitting on the ice. Okay. Um, and, but because we're in a freaking arena, a hockey arena, um, we're in a glass box. Yeah. So, they're, and their mics were Glass sh- box of emotion. Their mics were shit, so <laughs> all the parents sitting in the bleachers couldn't hear anything. Of course not. And so my mom was like, it was so great, I wish I could have heard it. <laughs> I was like, you, you didn't miss much. It was just a bunch of blah, 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 yeah. blah. I will say, though, that my um, grade 12 principal performed some slam poetry. It was damn good. Jeffrey's giving me a look. Yeah. Listen, for a teacher... That's a... I'm, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a that's a big no for me on the slam poetry. Just slam poetry. Some po- slam poetry is great. Slam poetry in general is just a kind of a bit, a bit of a no-no for me. But if that's your thing... I mean, it's not my thing. I you, said you. it was great. But poems about bumblebees. Hashtag. Flocking from flower to flower. <laughs> Hashtag Eleni loves slam poetry. Okay. That's never going to be trending. So. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. Hey, it could happen. Um, right. So I love the scene in Miss Patty's where, she, like, Dean, like, picks up her bag and, like, finds the book. And it's like, oh, it's, it's the portable Dorothy Parker. Oh, I was about to ask, do you remember what the book was? Yeah. yeah. Um, because I also love that book, yeah. and I love Dorothy Parker. Probably, I don't, I don't, I probably don't love Dorothy Parker production. Yeah, I probably don't. I probably don't love Dorothy Parker as much as Amy Sherman Palladino oh my gosh, loves she her. Loves her. But I still, I still, I still love Dorothy Parker. And the poem that Dean reads a couple, reads, yeah. reads a couple lines from that's one of my favorite Dorothy Parker oh, poems. So like, that whole moment is just like, my heart swells a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then you know, all hell breaks loose. Shall, yeah. shall we get into that? Um, I think before we do. Fast forward, <laughs> rewind, rewind again. again. It's like the fourth time this episode. Just, just picture this whole episode as like a. Okay, next time we gotta be more like chronological. <laughs> this is terrible. Just picture this whole episode as a, a VHS tape that's all out of order. Yeah, basically. You know, like when the this like is when, terrible. Like or a know, DVD that's skipping and then like. <laughs> like you know, in the nineties when your v when your uh, your VHS tape would get stuck and it would like make <laughs> that sound like a yeah. cat. Like, that, that's this episode. We're all we're all caught in the, in the VCR. 
Ah, la la. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. Um, so do you remember how Dean has to go pick up Rory? Yes. So they had made an arrangement that when Dean gets there, all he has to do is honk. And Rory will go meet him in the car. But Emily but is not having Emily that. Emily is there. She's like, you are a lady. Ladies do not run. <laughs> and then she also says one of my favorite lines. I have a quote written down. Me too. She says, this is not a drive through She is not fried chicken. Yes. You have... Wait. Yes. Um, yes, we do not go running out the door when a boy honks. This is not a drive through She's not fried chicken. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, so they're waiting. I mean, she has a point. Yeah, but... That, Listen, like that she was, has a point, but that was the arrangement yeah. they made. You know what I mean? But like not, but like not, like not running out and getting in the car when a boy honks. Like that's like that's a mentality that my mom was raised with, and like so she always talks about. Yeah, that. but if I have a plan with somebody, it's like it's like it's a heterosexual thing. You have to stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but if I have a plan with somebody, like honk and I'll meet you outside because they're probably pressed for time. They have a long drive to Hartford. You know what I mean? Like there are reasons, and then they're all literally just waiting. And Rory's like, well, he doesn't know he has to come up. And she's like, she will, he will figure it out. I kind of like that, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, no, because here's the thing. I think it's fine that she said that. Because, like, yeah, she's teaching her, like, you I know, like you're that. worth it. That's I get what, it. That's what I like. But, like, they had a plan kind of thing. What was wrong with Rory saying, okay, next time let's just come to the door, you know? Because at that point, he's honking. And they're all waiting. I don't know. Like maybe maybe it's because like in my head like it's ingrained in me that like you you don't like you don't yeah. you don't honk like you go to the door like you, like even from Dean's perspective like him honking despite the fact that they had a plan to do that like that comes across to me as rude. Yeah. Okay. I get it. But the my favorite was <laughs> he's honking and she's like he'll figure it out and then he keeps honking <laughs> and Roy's like giving her mother a look like what the fuck and then <laughs> he keeps honking. And Emily's like, he's not a very bright boy. Yes. <laughs> I love that. This is what oh the, it's, it's moments like these that make Emily my favorite. Yeah, Emily's great. Um, <laughs> not a very bright boy. <laughs> by the way, yesterday I had a job interview. And um, whenever I go into a job interview, just because you said, like, Emily's your favorite and, like, quotes like that that really make me, like, yes, Emily's a badass. Um, whenever I go into a job interview, I always, like, get into the mentality of a straight white guy named Tyler. <laughs> Because, like, you're worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I always try to get into the mentality. And then yesterday, I did something where I was like, no, get into the Emily Gilmore mentality. Because Emily Gilmore is a boss-ass bitch. I like that. Anyways, so it's usually Tyler, but fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> anyway, so that was just really funny. Uh, I get what you're saying, though. Like, yeah, I think I think it's rude to do that in any... If you're a guy... If you're a guy um, waiting for a girl, if you're a girl, like, honking at a guy, I think honking is weird in general. Um, but if that was their plan, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't know why, but, like, when I, this whole this whole scene with the with the honking and Emily, t- Emily like, telling him he'll figure it out that he has to come to the door, like, I don't know why, but that, that's he's just... He's not re- a very proud that, <laughs> that just reminds... You're right, Emily, he's not. That just reminds me of the, uh, the short-lived... Uh, sitcom from the 2000s with John Ritter called Eight Simple Rules. Yes. Where like the show, the original title of the show was Eight Simple Rules for dating. For dating my teenage daughter. Yeah. So like, and one of the rules was like, you don't honk, like you come to the door. Yeah. Like it was, they had like a, there was like a whole, there was like a whole list of eight rules and they're all sassy and it was like something. Listen, I don't We'll Google that later. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, I don't think it's like a girl guy thing. Like a guy is supposed to be polite. I think it's like you're supposed to be polite in any case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just come to the door. It's like, but in terms of like you know, guy and girl, it's like. It's, it's yeah. I, I, yeah yeah. I'm, I'm not even. Sh- I'm not even sure. It's like teaching the girl she's worth it. It's like kind of like, I don't know. Just 
like what's the word it's decency no there's a word i'm thinking decency obviously there's um was sh- that the word you were thinking of chivalry chivalry yeah but at the same time like Clint, I, I had to take a class you had to um, take a class on chivalry not on chivalry i had to take a, I had to take a class for my english degree um that was british literature until 1660 so from the dawn of time Whoa! until 1660 and one of the one of the one of the terms we had to learn for our final exam was what's the um what, how do, what was it called what's the show like what's like the the code for chivalry and like, what does that mean and so we had to like literally enlighten us i um, see that was the thing i kind of not pass this exam <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> i actually did because i cried over it so like Aww. i was like we're doing this, we're getting through it, because I was, like, not having it. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, no, like, in, like, the context of, like, 15th century okay, British yeah, literature, yeah. it's, like... Like, what are the rules of chivalry in that context? Yeah, it's, like, the knights, like, have to obey... Oh, a cer- my God, that's too far back for yeah. me. Like, I was a history major, but that's too far back. <laughs> like, they have to obey to a certain, like, code to treat women. It was... The women folk. But then again, like, women... Women settled for shit back garbage then, yeah so. basically they sell us for garbage yeah oh my god he didn't behead me uh no <laughs> pretty much i'm joking um okay and i have a little piece of trivia for you okay okay so do you know um so you know the room that the dance is the formal excuse me is held in yeah do you know that it makes two other appearances in the series no i did not know you that you didn't know that no i have a keen eye for these kinds of things she's doing a happy dance right i'm doing now. a happy dance yeah. So please, which other, which other? So it, it, okay, I have to say it appears at least two, two times. I think maybe a third time. And there's also a thing with the Huntsberger house when like later on. Okay. But that I'm not gonna get into. Um, so it appears once um, during the cotillion. Okay. The coming out party. Yeah. So Rory comes down those long flight of stairs. It's okay. Those. And then that makes the, sense. Yeah, and then the second time. Is during Richard and Emily's vow renewal ceremony. Okay, yeah. That now you say that I. You're picturing it. I'm eh? picturing it. It's the yeah. same. It's the same. Yeah. Same venue. Yeah. Which, so which would make sense though, because like. Well, yeah. You know. It's not a lot to like, fucking use it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but no, like, but even like in the context of like the show, like they could have like like Emily and Richard could have like booked the, booked sa- the same, same venue. Like, hall. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that was my little piece of trivia. <laughs> I was like, ooh, my eye. <laughs> Shall we dive into the conclusion to this episode? Oh my god. Where shit hits the fan. Shit hits the fan. Hence the reason why we... Why are w- I so jumpy today? <laughs> I think she had too much coffee this morning. I don't drink coffee. Well, I think you should because we have a co- we have a podcast with coffee. In you the don't title. drink coffee either. Neither of us drink coffee. We're failures at... at we drink tea. <laughs> we you, drink tea. Even then, I'm not. I'm a, <laughs> even then, I'm like tea in very small doses. So like, oh no, I drink tea. <laughs> we love the Gilmore Girls, but we don't love coffee. So like, and we're bent. <laughs> um, yeah. So conclusion of the episode. Um, Rory and Dean fall asleep at Chatty Patties. <laughs> yes, they fall asleep at Chatty. So they Patties. fall asleep. The way they fall asleep is super awkward. Also, who sleeps like that? I'm like that um, looked way too staged for me. It was obviously. It's like two swans intertwined. Yeah, and like I don't know what it is, but like just precious. It's heterosexual nonsense. Yeah, that. <laughs> but like, it's just precious. I don't know. Like, like I've I've, I've said this. These hair still a mess. <laughs> I've said, I've said this before, and it's just like I don't know everything about Roy and Dean's relationship in the first season. It's just like a warm hug. I'm like I don't want to like it's just it's so like pure. You don't want it to end? Is that what you're going yeah, to say? So, I do. I it's, want it to end. <laughs> it's, so, it's so like pure and innocent. I, like, I want, want it to end. 
It's so pure. And you know what? I remember thinking when I was younger, it's about to end. Yeah, like. But then, you know. I don't know. Okay, anyways, shush. We're getting back. Precious. No, 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 no. They fall asleep in a super awkward position, and this Patty wakes up. Chatty Patty wakes Rory up, wakes him up. Like, Dean is adorable on this season. Like, no, his hair. No, no. Even his hair. Like, oh my god, Jeffrey. I don't know. Did you ever have a haircut like that? Did I? No. I couldn't. I do not. I have no tolerance for long hair. I need to see some old haircuts of yours. <laughs> we'll get into that in a future episode. Yeah, we'll post we'll call, it. We'll call it. I don't know. I'll post one of mine if you post one of yours. <laughs> okay. We'll call it like. Uh, I don't know. We'll do like a Ghost, throwback Thursday. <laughs> ghosts of haircuts past. Wait. Find a picture of you from 2001. <laughs> oh, boy. I was in preschool in 2001. I was not. I don't know what grade I was in. <laughs> Math, no good. And I'm a shock Anyways, going back. So Rory runs home and she's telling Dean, no, you can't be at my house right now. Shit's going to hit the fan. I don't think Rory knows that Emily spent the night. No. And, like, how embarrassing it is to, like, have Miss Patty find you. Like... Chatty Patty? Chatty Patty. Like, how embarrassing... Like, uh, not embarrassing in terms of, like... You, like, they're not close enough. But, like, it's embarrassing that it's, like, a, like a family friend had to, like, find... Like, how, like how awkward would yeah, that I be? Know. You know? Um, so Emily wakes Lorelai up frantically telling her Rory's not here I sat in that chair all night she never came home call the police call the police like they're all freaking out you know I kind of want to smack Emily in this scene yeah she's like call the police call the police you're like shut up stop yelling <laughs> I also want I want to smack all of them actually except for, like, smack all of them you know what I loved about this episode though is that like that fight at the end mm-hmm. no hold on you got a sp- <laughs> so bad today <laughs> you got like a spectrum of emotions yeah you got like they all went from like happy where he's good at school and like she's going out with a guy and Lorelai and emily are getting along and then shit hits the fan but that, that's what i mean when i say like it season one is so perfect and pure and innocent it's like boom something is gonna like blow this up yeah, it's you know too perfect yeah but something has happened like in every episode yeah but that's the irony though yeah i know but at the end of the episode what i love also is that you see fights from like different sides Mm-hmm. Like, you see all kinds of sides of the, of the For same the first fight. time. For the first time. So you have Emily and Lorelai arguing about the fact that, you know... You have Emily and Lorelai fighting about the fact that Rory stayed out all night. And, oh my god, she's gonna get pregnant. You're gonna lose her like I lost you. And, and Lorelai's like, I'm not gonna lose her. Rory's a good kid. She would never do something like that. This is a mistake. We don't know what happened. I was like, we know what happened! Like, relax. Yeah, but like... Lorelai also shows how emotionally immature she is. In They're this. both emotionally immature, though. Yes. That's why I say, like, emotional... Like, immaturity on that on that level. Age means nothing. Because yeah. I know we always come back to Lorelai's really young. And that's why she's emotionally immature. What's Emily's fucking excuse? She's almost 60. She's a baby. Yeah, she's a, like my grandmother. <laughs> um, but, like, once... You know, what, once uh, Lorelai kind of yells back mm-hmm. at Emily and tells her to, like, if you don't, like, how I'm raising my daughter, get out, yeah. get out. So, like, after that happens, and, like, Roy's already come home, and she's, like, hiding. She hears it, and yeah. And she hears the whole, the whole argument. And so I think Lorelai kind of lets, obviously, lets her anger get in the way and kind of, like, embraces her inner, her inner Mrs. Kim. Yes. And it's kind of like, you're going on the pill. Yeah. Like. That was super sad. Like, sad. It was hard to hear that. Okay. Because one night, like, you know your daughter. And what Rory said, today is not working. (laughs) What Rory said to Lorelai was like, you're just mad that I screwed up and grandma was here to see it. Which is Because it's so true. Because I feel like if that had happened and Emily wasn't there, 
of course Lorelai would have been mad. She would have right, been like, yeah. where were you? Like, what happened, you know? But she, I don't think she ever would have said, you're going on the pill. No. Her mother put that in her head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's like, I lost you. You're going to lose her. You know, like, it was just all around sad. Yeah, but I also like, I also, like, again, this is another example of, like, the unhealthy dynamic that uh, Lorelai and Rory has mm-hmm. is just in terms of the mother-daughter. Yeah. Um, like, Rory admits like and knows she did something wrong of and course. like she messed up but like also it's kind of sad that like your 16 year old daughter can like squash you down so so easily yeah. by saying like the, no the, the, you know that this is not what's happening this is what's happening well, you're being I a baby like she's super transparent too sometimes you know yeah but like it's kind of sad when like your daughter oh, no, I your, your, daughter, your daughter can be more mature than you yeah because here's the thing but i also saw lorelei's side of it mm-hmm. because lorelei says it's the feeling of complete terror when you wake up and your child's not in their bed your 16 mm-hmm. year old child's not in their bed you know what i mean yeah which like i'm sorry if when i was 16 by the way i had no curfew when i was growing up me neither i had no curfew because my mom trusted me because also i never went out exactly um, we, we are uh, introverts true and true yeah but even my brother who like went out a little bit more like he always went out to like a friend's house they would come home like at two in the morning why because they were playing like dungeons and dragons <laughs> you know what i mean like my mom wasn't worried about us kind of thing but like can you imagine at 16 if you hadn't heard from your like if you hadn't called your mother to say like where you are and i get it it was a mistake she fell asleep whatever but, like, don't you think your mother's going to be worried? Yeah. And, like, you're yelling at her because grandma caught you? No. Like, in that moment, Laura had a right to yell at her, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And But that's where I think, like, remember last time we said the, the line between mother-daughter and, like, friends kind of blurs sometimes? She's never had to discipline Rory no. before either, you know? So Rory's, like, getting her first taste of Lorelai disciplining her because she did something wrong, and she's, like, yelling back. And that's By what- the way, ethnic households yell back and get a smack <laughs> across the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's true um like that's like that's obviously why gilmore girls starts with rory as a teenager and not rory as a as a child or as, as a yeah um, as a young as a young child a younger like a tween whatever yeah because yeah. like it's obviously like that's like like that's obviously the irony in the premise is that like the show the show opens with her daughter being the same age that she was when she yeah with, with you know for lack of a better word fucked up her life yeah you gotta you gotta navigate some stuff there in conclusion to this uh, hot mess of an episode. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> um, we should redo this. I have a question. We're not redoing anything. Right. We don't have enough time in a time in a day. They are going to love us as we are. Um, Hard. <laughs> Seems super sure. Um, Hold I, on, you know another blast from the past? Okay. She's like, I have no desire to dance around to 98 degrees. I was like, oh my god, file that away as the things I haven't thought about in 20 years. Yeah, like, nine. Mm, I think is still relevant. I don't know, 98 degrees just just as a term is not even relevant. All right. The only, when you say 98 degrees, I think pretty sure the only, nine, the only trace of 98 degrees I have in, in my music library is the song they did with... I can't... Honestly, I was trying to think of a song, and I was like, <laughs> what is this song? I had to Google it finally. The, the, and even then, like, the titles did not make sense no, to me. No, I, I don't know any of their, like, original songs. The only song I know that, that's in my music library is the song they did with Stevie Wonder for the Mulan soundtrack called True to Your Heart. Oh, Yeah. Anyway, oh, in conclusion, I have a question for you. Tell me. Um, so, not a question slash um, statement, I guess. So, I wonder if you identify with a different character depending on what age you are when you're watching Gilmore Girls. What do you think? Mm, probably. Like, do you think, like, like when you were younger, did you identify more with Rory? And now, do you, do you identify more with Rory? I probably identified more with Rory when I was younger. 
Um, yeah, because I also used to, like, be very introverted and bookish. And, like, um, I think something that we don't touch on enough when we're talking about Gilmore Girls, not just us, but, like, everyone in general, is, like, how really shy and scared Rory was. Like, how anxiety-filled she was. But despite that, she kind of, she still, like, has her moments where she can, where she steps up and is ballsy, I find. No, you know? for sure. Yeah, there's, but like, I there's mean, both like, sides of it. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I'm definitely scared sometimes to do certain things. Yeah. Um, so, in that aspect, when I was younger, um, well still but of course watching it now when i'm 27 i'm only like five years what younger than what lorelei is in season one mm-hmm. i don't have a kid though no. so that's different um but i think i can definitely identify more with lorelei now um in terms of dealing with your mother or dealing with your elders mm-hmm. um so yeah i think i i see more lorelei's side um now when dealing with a difficult mother yeah and, and a mother and grandmother who pushes things on you and who always think they know what's best for you um, and don't really hear you when you're speaking. Mm-hmm. And by the way, don't get me wrong, it makes it seem like my mother's a terrible person <laughs> or my grandmothers are terrible people. I mean, she but, dro- your mother dropped a book in the ocean once, so... Really? We're not really... We, we can't forgive her for that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I had to bring that up. <laughs> What about you, Jeffrey? <laughs> we're not perfect. We're not perfect. Based on this, my episode, mother is not perfect. Based on this episode, we're, I was just happy we're my not mom perfect. Was reading. <laughs> yeah, no. We're so not I think, perfect. but I think, in my opinion, like, it, like it's it's only been three years since I watched the show for the first time. Yeah. So like, but even then, like, I I'm obviously three years older now than I was then. So like, I feel like when I was watching it for the first time, like I did see myself in Rory, but like I also very quickly and very early on identified with like. Lorelai's wit and sarcasm. Oh, for sure. So yeah. If, so if we're talking about that, I, I went deep. <laughs> but if we're talking about that aspect, for yeah. Sure. So I feel like, but even now, like three years later, when I watch it, it's like, it's both because I, I still see myself in Rory growing up, but I also I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm such I'm the same amount of bitchy and bitter that Lorelai can be sometimes, but I also see myself in Suki. I see myself in Paris. I see myself in Lane sometimes I, too, I, like I, especially last episode where she was like the third wheel kind of thing. Yeah. And felt super left I out. I see myself in everybody, so I feel like maybe yeah. in twenty years I'll see myself in Emily Gilmore. But then again, I'm I'm never going to be a conservative or Republican yourself, woman. No, so. Do you see yourself in Luke? A little bit. That's good. I, like I think it's a bit of a, like a like a percentage of myself in everyone. Yeah. They definitely have their moments. Even too. Richard, like I probably could see myself in Richard a bit. Yeah, maybe. Mm, not me. Let us know what you think. Do you see yourselves in any of the characters, depending on what age you were at different times when you've watched it? Um, I think that we they, should definitely end. Yeah, I think we're gonna end it here we're because all this, over is, the this is just this is just a, a mess. We're a gonna big, lose so many listeners. <laughs> a big hot Crazy. mess. Crazy. So uh, let us know what you think. Tell us how. Uh, what you thought <laughs> um you can follow us on twitter at gilmore podcast and on instagram at gilmore girls podcast can i just say one last thing before we like really conclude um thank you guys so much for like the instagram likes yeah um, it's like boom yeah it's boom it so like far. blew up <laughs> yeah i don't know like every i i'm still getting notifications on my phone from like posts that we posted like three weeks ago mm-hmm. that people are still liking them and what i told jeffrey which he didn't answer me hmm, on the text was that the post that got the most likes was the one with a michelle quote <laughs> and then he ignored my text message pretty sure i rolled my eyes when i saw that and then i forgot to answer uh-huh whatever no but that being said <laughs> 
all joking aside, thank you guys so, so much. It makes it worth it because Eleni has to uh, screenshot Netflix to make those quotes. I don't care. So. It's like my, uh, it's my alone time. <laughs> At first it was really <laughs> difficult, but now I'm like, oh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. it's an excuse to rewatch the episode, <laughs> too. Uh, yeah. So will, thank you guys so much. We will see you next time, hopefully. Hopefully um, more organized as well. Bye, guys. <laughs>